Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the week. I, I want to begin by talking about uh, what happened last week. Uh, the richest person in America, uh, that is Elon Musk, tweeted that Democrats have become the party of division and hate. And so uh, Musk said he can no longer support them and will vote Republican. Democrats are the party of division and hate? I mean, what planet has Elon been on? Meanwhile, the second richest person in America, that is Jeff Bezos, tweeted that the Democrats' proposed tax hikes on the rich will not tame inflation, and their proposed spending would worsen it. Uh, he's wrong, and I'll explain why in another post. Uh, besides last week's billionaire tweet storm, was a report that Oracle's Larry Ellison, who's number seven on Forbes' list of the richest Americans, had in November 2020 joined Sean Hannity, Lindsey Graham, and Trump's attorney to discuss strategies for contesting the presidential election results. Oh, and Ellison has dumped some $25 million into a super PAC supporting South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott, a Trump endorsee. Another billionaire, as I pointed out last week, Peter Thiel, has donated at least as much 25 million or more to Trump-endorsed Republicans in Senate primaries, not to mention Trump diehards. Charles Koch, who is the 16th richest American, Rupert Murdoch, the 31st richest American, and Carl Icahn, the 43rd richest. This is the same crew, not incidentally, that's been fighting unions and flooding Congress and state houses with cash to support Trump election deniers prevent tax hikes on themselves, and kill off Biden's and the Democrats' agenda. I'll give you more on this just in a moment. This billionaire offensive gives Biden and the Democrats an opportunity to tell America whose side they're on and whose side they're not on. In effect, it gives Democrats and Biden an opportunity to declare class war on the class warriors. Will they take it? Not in a century has so much of the nation's wealth been concentrated at the very top. In the richest one-tenth of one percent of the richest one-tenth of one percent, not in 70 years have corporations been as flush with cash, notwithstanding the stock market sell-off. Not since the 19, actually 1890s, have CEOs raked in as much pay relative to average workers. Not since the creation of the income tax. Have the super-rich paid as low a rate as they do now, relative to the tax rate paid by most other Americans? Isn't it time for Biden and the Democrats to tell all this to America? Look, wealth is not a zero-sum game, in which more at the top necessarily means less below. But here's the thing. Wealth is tied to power, and power is a zero-sum game. Many of America's wealthiest and most powerful are now gathering for their annual confab in Davos, Switzerland. Just as the annual get-together of America's right, CPAC, is coming to a close in Budapest, Hungary, the two conferences are beginning to converge. Although the CEOs and hedge fund managers at Davos, they profess to worry about America's widening inequality and they, and they tout corporate social responsibility, but their own corporate political action committees are doing everything possible to squelch tax increases, 
and prevent additional spending on health care, child care, and other needs of average working people. Not even the Republicans' billionaire backers can disguise the total absence of a Republican agenda to help average working people. The reason Democrats haven't been able to get their agenda through the Senate or raise taxes on billionaires or on big corporations to pay for it or even repeal the Trump tax cuts that went mostly to the top is because Democrats have only 48 Senate votes. All 50 Senate Republicans are against every one of these measures. And the other two Senate Democrats are major beneficiaries of campaign donations from corporations and the rich. Isn't it time for Biden and the Democrats to tell this to the American people and offer them a clear choice in the upcoming midterms and beyond. Billionaires are mounting a class war. Republican lawmakers are mounting a culture war to deflect attention from it. On October 31st, 1936, in New York's Madison Square Garden, Franklin D. Roosevelt, facing a bruising re-election bid, defined the stakes much as they are today. He explained that America was in a struggle against, quote, business and financial monopoly, speculation, reckless banking, class antagonism, sectionalism, war profiteering, and that a wealthy elite that, quote, had begun to consider the government of the United States as a mere appendage to their own affairs. He continued, we know now that government by organized money is just as dangerous as government by organized mob. And then FDR said in words that Joe Biden should be using against the billionaires and bigots now arrayed against him. Never before in all our history have these forces been so united against one candidate as they stand today. They are unanimous in their hate for me and I welcome their hatred. Isn't it time for Biden and the Democrats to come out clearly against the billionaires abusing their wealth and power by suppressing the wages of average working people and flooding our democracy with their money, and against the culture warriors who are covering up for them? Isn't it time for Biden and the Democrats to explain why they haven't been able to get their agenda through Congress? Biden and the Democrats should tell Americans which side they are on and ask America to choose sides.